And today we're going to talk about hunger. It fits in nicely because me and Connor are on preps, so we're getting through that. But to be fair, we're not really suffering that much, but I can sort of relate to some of the clients at the moment and how, how they feel because they're dieting pretty hard. Yeah, or at least you hope they are anyway. That's what they're telling you. Well, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> results uh, results will tell the tale really, won't they? You, you can see it. It's like we've kind of went on to something else already there, but it's like one of those things like um, when a client is telling you they're sticking to the plan, you can tell if they are, can't you? Oh, yeah, each week. Um, even if I'm lying with weight, I've had it where clients have lied with the weight before. So they've checked in with me and I was like, oh, yeah, another kilo dropped. And I was like, proper, really blunt checking. I remember we talked about stuff like this with Ryan the other week. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, really, really blunt checking. And it was like, yeah, I dropped a kilo. I was like, really? You look fatter. And I was just trying to work <laughs> out. And I was like, he's not dropped a fucking kilogram there. And I was like, right, send me uh, your average your weight each day you know, for the next week. And he must have been guessing his weight and putting it into the, like, the tracker each fucking day. And I was like, what are you doing? You know, just I, to... I reckon I've lost another kilo today. You know that? <laughs> We're not weighing. Yeah, 0.7 up. Yeah, that's, that's close to the kilogram down. Yeah, I'm going to put that on it. There's no point. Like, you're just lying to yourself, aren't you? Like, what's the, what's the fucking point in that? But like... You know, if you want to pay a coach and lie to them, great. But like a lot of people do. It's it's amazing how many people do, isn't it? It's crazy. I mean, it's like it, the pictures, obviously, and how we look, that's the main thing. Um, weight becomes a bit irrelevant. But when you start looking at the pictures and you think, there's something going on here, it's not quite right. And then you dive deeper, is there any other reasons? And then you start looking at the weight and what, it, what it's saying, saying, mm, then it starts getting a bit like skeptical with it. You've got to have one more than one way to track things, don't you? Because like, that's the thing, like it would correlate eventually. Like sometimes you sometimes you definitely see weight doesn't move. Um, but like other things do measurements and pictures yeah. maybe change. That's like cool, right? You're obviously gaining muscle. But like um when it when it comes to like everything not moving, well, you can clearly see then. You know what I mean? Or or if they're lying to you about their weight, but their waist has never came in and they don't look any different to pictures, it's like, well, you know, you can call that out, can you? And again, yeah. we've got we've got to be the dickhead really sometimes to do that, don't we? I don't know why you would lie about it though, and it just doesn't make any sense because we can make the changes that are required to make them step forward. Or if there is a problem why they can't stick to the plan, then we can dive deeper into that and investigate it. Yeah, so... I've done some check-ins today, and like every week, I find myself saying to clients, "It's like why, 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 why?" It's like, "How good was your nutrition this week? Seven out of ten. And then they're like, "Was good." I'm like, "Why? Why was it good? What was good about it?" I've actually, um, I've moved away from, I don't know if you still use the type form, check-in forms. Do you still use that? Um, Vaguely, but I look over it and then I ask them some questions. So at the end, when I send everything over, um, so even when I do like my loom recording, um, I send that over. And then at the end, I'll ask them a question on something that might stand out. So like I said, if maybe there's some doesn't quite add up with the check-in or it's too blunt, then I'll send them a message or saying, so you said good to this. What does that actually mean? Like you, you said yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. I've uh, I've started doing it through a voice note now. So rather than people fill in the check-in form, because I found it's like, how good was your nutrition? How good was your training? Do you need help with this? Blah, blah, blah. It's too preset. And when I'm doing the, the voice note thing, it's actually fucking great because people are just coming on. They're like, hey, Connor, you know, 
this week this this didn't go well because of this and they, they start telling you they just start talking i'm not saying everyone does that but most people just start talking and you get more detail out of them like you look and you see you've got like a three and a half minute voice note you're going to have more detail in that than you're ever going to have in a form so for for me and my clients i found it's working quite well like but um the, the form works well for some people as well it just depends who you've got isn't it and again like like everything we say it depends it's like who's the client in front of you some of my clients would absolutely shit themselves doing a voice note. I mean, it's between you and them, though, isn't it? It's like you're their coach. It should be this kind of, I don't want to say intimate relationship, but there's definitely should be this the relationship where you feel comfortable and they feel comfortable sharing with you and things like that. Um, some With some, that just happens right away. Like some people become a client and they're just like, hey, this was a problem today. Fuck you. I don't like you. <laughs> and they're like, all right, okay, okay. You're already, you're already swearing at me. It's like this, this is going to be a good relationship. Exactly, straight up with you. So that's what you want, don't you? You want that buy-in straight away. Um, and literally, you don't want any, like, just fucking staying away from things and being afraid to upset you, saying, oh, yeah, um, I did all right this week, but I just didn't stick to this, that, and the other. But um, still made progress. Let's go next week. And I was like, but why didn't he stick to that? What What was the problem there? He went, oh, I had a social occasion. I was like, so... We, why didn't you just tell me that then we could account for in the week I'm not, I'm not asked you can go out to that social occasion still enjoy yourself and make that's, up for it that's something that gets me it's like you feel like it's like you're the fun police sometimes it's like people are hesitant to tell you they've they've got a night out coming out or things like that and it's like we deal with this shit all the time it's like you can manage that it's like you're not a competitive bodybuilder you're not going to be fucking Mr Olympia you can go have a night out you can go have a couple of beers you just can't fuck up the entire week and then do that you know, if you if you're fucking up during the week, then you have you have no fucking you've not earned the right to go out and booze at the weekend. I know that exactly. sounds harsh, but like you've kind of got to earn it, don't you? Yeah, exactly. But then it comes down to like, what's your goal? How far away from the goal is it? Are you, are you doing a photo shoot or something like that? Because then you can't do anything like that. Yeah, you need strict as fuck because you don't want to be look like, looking like shit when you get in front of a camera, do you? The more extreme the goal, the more extreme the method. That's that's yeah. it. Like, but I had a guy check in today, and he was like, "Oh, I went out, I went to a wedding Saturday night, ended up drinking." And I was like, "Cool, so what?" Like, you picked yourself up the next day, you got back on plan, and he's he's going through a gaining phase. I was like, "The most important thing for you was to make sure you got the food in the next day, back to training as normal on Monday, and that's it. That's that's it. It's just picking up where you left off and not letting that one night of boozing turn into three days off plan, four days off plan, or even a fucking week off plan." Um, go back to what you said at the start. You know how we were talking about like um people being up front. I I, I PT'd this girl before, and then um, like it was like second or third session in, I had her doing split squats, and she said to me, "She's like, if you make me do them again, I'm not fucking coming back." I was like, "All right, fair enough." <laughs> Really, there's a guy like that with me with a pendulum. So, but instead of saying anything like that, he tried like bartering with me, saying, <laughs> "If I um, if I lose a kilogram this week, can we do something instead of the pendulum?" <laughs> like, what the fuck? I was like, "Just tell me, you don't like it." But I went with it, so because I wanted him to lose a kilogram. I went, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll do split squats. He wanted split squats with her, so we uh, we put those in. It was like sweet. So he lost a kilogram. I, I would work with that. That's that's a good one to be fair. It's like yeah, let's we'll never kill this week, and then that's where the lies come in. He's like, oh yeah, I lost a kill. Let's not do the, let's not do the pendulum. Exactly. <laughs> I would a hundred percent rather do the pendulum than the split squat. Mm, I don't know. I don't mind split squats. Uh, it depends what split squat we're talking about. There's a lot of variations there. Bulgarians. I fucking hate them all. I don't know why I said that. I fucking hate them all. They're all shit. I don't really mind them, to be fair. I'd done them maybe like a month ago or something, and halfway through the set, the thought that was in my head is like, why would anyone intentionally choose to do these? 
<laughs> they're fucking terrible. Uh, to be fair, I've had a couple of days I fought that bit of bodybuilding prep as well. Like we we're just saying before we came on, like it's been quite a breeze for me so far. And like it, it is, the more you do this stuff, the easier it becomes. And you, you know, you learn how to manage it. And again, that's what we're going to talk about today. But like there was three days, like last week, I think it was, or week four, where it fucking hit me like a ton of bricks and just the energy level sort of thing. And like what was going on in my head some of those days, like why the fuck am I doing this? I fucking hate this. I'm never fucking bodybuilding again. You know, all that stuff's going through my head, but it's like, uh, it's just a bad day. Just a bad day. We all have them, eh? But like, uh, yeah, I was I was thinking to myself, why the fuck would anyone do that? Eh? What is the benefit? It's a phase though, isn't it? You get like that, but it's just getting over and make sure you don't crumble and just see it through. Yeah, yeah. I could have crumbled that day as well. I was in, um, like, Sophie went into this wee baker's um, in this little, like, we went to drive and went into this, like, little, like, town that, that I quite like in uh the last time I was there, I got myself a nice scotch pie and I was looking at it. And I'm not even a pie eater, but like I seen like seen the scotch pie the last time and it was fucking unreal. And I uh, seen a nice haggis and uh mashed potato pie, and I was like, oh, I could definitely go that right now. There's a wee shop that sold like you know those cannolis as well. They're like oh, yeah, nice. yeah, they were white chocolate cannolis, and I was like, fuck me, like this is the worst day of my life. I got a black coffee, that's what I got. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's one of those things, like we all it's we all big- go through days like that. If you're on prep, it's not forever, is it? And you, it's you're lucky to be doing this. Yeah, like you've got like you are lucky to be doing like choosing to diet like this. So and not actually being starving, not actually being starved. It's like you're choosing to control your calorie intake rather than like not having a choice about it. So that is something to remember each and every day. And you're in a situation. <laughs> you're in a situation where you can do so. There's nothing getting in the way. So. You're, you've been through some shit, you're injured or stuff like that. So you're actually in a good spot and you're lucky to be dieting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that to all my clients. Like, you're fucking lucky to be dieting. You know that. I don't care if you're hungry. I don't care if you had to abstain from nights out. You're a lucky man. <laughs> but no, you're right. Absolutely. There's people that aren't in a position to even do that. So like, yeah, be grateful for it. But um, the, the worst thing about bodybuilding as well, or even not even just bodybuilding, but like if you're doing like a photo shoot prep, if you're dieting for anything, um, it's a wishing time away as well. Eh? It's like, oh, only five weeks of the show. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I'll count it down just so I know if I'm on track. But you don't want to like wish your life away either, do you? Exactly. I was thinking that before. I thought, fucking, I'm only seven weeks out this weekend. I was like, well, I'm thinking like that. I don't want to rush it. I want to enjoy the process of doing it. Yeah. But you still need to be aware at the same time because you need to know, right, seven weeks out, am I am I going to be ready in time? You need to know that. You look like you're going to be ready in four weeks anyway, so I think that's that's good. Yeah, yeah. I can stop thinking about it now. And I'm like, shit, the show was this weekend. I forgot all about it. <laughs> Fuck. You know what? This sounds fucking weird, but I can't actually be arsed competing. Getting on stage and doing it. You, you yeah. like that. When, you the, when you've done the, all the whole prep, you're like, fucking hell, I have to actually get on stage now. It's a thought of, I'm going to have to drive down to Birmingham, going to have to like, get in a hotel, prep all the food, fucking get tanned up. Fucking, I've shaved my legs now. I've gave into that. Like, I was trying to leave that to the last minute, but I've done it. And just so it's a hassle of actually doing it. I can't be fucked. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Especially like staying over and traveling when you are prepping because that's a fucking nightmare. Um, could be, it'll be fine, but like, it's such a fucking hassle because I've competed a lot of times in Perth. There's like a BMVF show in Perth every year, 20 minutes that way. It's like, you can't get any better than that. It's actually, even the year I, I competed, I'd, I'd done the qualifier and then I got to the British finals that year. I got to, I, I qualified for them all every time, to be fair, but like I actually done the British finals that year and it was in Perth. 
<laughs> so oh, nice. the only time I've ever competed elsewhere was actually I went to the Northern Irish. Um, and again, like it's half an hour from Sophie's mom and dad's house. So this is the first time I've actually done one where you actually have to stay in a hotel. So that that'd be interesting. Whereabouts is it? Birmingham? Yeah, the Crescent Theatre. We've been to uh, Birmingham before, didn't we? We went to that thing last Yeah, year. we went last year, didn't we? It's a yearly trip now, just Birmingham for some reason. That's it. No, I'll come down with you. Well, I'll get Nick to come down as well. What's the date? Yeah. It's the 13th of August. Sweet. I'm off yeah. tomorrow. There you go. Wicked. There you Wicked. go. But yeah, we'll come down. Yeah. So are we going to talk about hunger management? So might as well. Have, have you been, obviously, you, you said to me that you've not been that hungry, but like, is that because you've managed it well? Um, well, it's because I drink shit like this. I don't think it really is, but I do like having things like that. But I'm not yeah. really thought about food. Um, it's all I can put it down to is the more you do it, the easier it gets. Just because um, I dieted last year and I got down pretty lean, so it was pro- pretty much a prep. Was the goal was to get on the stage, but um, I think it's because I've done it so often, it's just so easy. Um, you get you get used to it and that feeling. You don't really think about much. So definitely no rebounds after this, and definitely I don't know. It's just going to be easy, and I just feel so much better. I think this time last year I already had like two refeeds well not refeeds but you know extra carbs each weekend I've heard of that now I've not really had anything um so it's, it's going so easy even though I've only been dieting for five weeks this weekend but I'm in a lot better position I am now than I was compared to last year seven weeks out so I'm, uh, I'm happy I have with no that. idea how long I've been dieting for you know that <laughs> good no don't even think about it no, no idea. You start getting um, carried away, thinking, "Fucking, I'll be dieting for this long. I'm going to start feeling like That's this." My what entire fucking life. life. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I mean, like, it's just pra- it's practice. It's weird with dieting. It is practice of doing it more, and then it just gets better and better. But again, that, that probably comes down to your management. So I know something that I do that fucking every bodybuilder does is eat frequently because mm. I think of it like if you are hungry, it's going to be like checkpoints throughout the day. So you. Like, wake up in the morning, have your breakfast, and then you've got the next meal two or three hours later. The next meal two or three hours later. So you're eating frequently. So that's going to keep on top of the hunger levels. Um, you can't argue about that because like, what do you find fills you more, having a large meal and spacing them out longer or having smaller, more frequent meals? I'd, I'd rather space them out for like hunger, but also for like the protein thing. So you want to eat a serving of protein every like two to four hours, don't you? So yeah. That's pretty much adequate. And when you're eating protein or high protein meals, then you're going to be more satiated. So if you just string them out like that, I reckon it works a lot better. Yeah. But like, forget about bodybuilding for a minute. If you were eating five small meals a day or six small meals a day or three big meals a day, what do you think you'd feel fuller off? Um, six small meals, just because, just because of the blood sugar thing. And this is the actual an actual thing if your blood sugar drops you're going to start getting a bit hungry aren't you? you're going to start getting shaky so if you're continuously like eating like every like two three four hours then it's not going to drop you're not going to feel hungry so i think that's the the case with me i'd rather do that than rather eat like three big meals yeah again it depends on a lot of things how big the meal is what type of carbs you're eating if you're talking about blood sugar and things like that um but yeah like I don't know where I stand on that because I know I've had big meals before. Like, uh, again, even though it's not spaced out as much, if you're having like Christmas dinner, for example, and there's a lot of protein, you're going to be feeling fucking pretty full for a long time. Oh, yeah. But it's all situation dependent too because I know where I'm at right now, my body's just burning for everything. So, like, 
you know when you're like not prepping you're in like off season and you like say you've got a train in an hour and you eat something that food's probably not going to go down in an hour but right now i could eat now in training 20 minutes because it, it seems to go oh, down that quick you're more efficient at utilizing that food aren't you it's like yeah. when you when you're leaner it's easier to do that but when you're like obviously fatter you've got more chance of storing fat which is yeah just, that's, what, that's the that's the post which i just made so if you're like 20% body fat and you're still bulking, you need to fucking have a word with yourself. <laughs> it's um you're just gonna get more fat. So it's just because the insulin sensitivity and all that sort of shit. So make sure you're not um you make sure you don't start off with a lot of body fat when you do bulk up. You want to be around now about think around about in between eight and fifteen percent would be good to start like bulking. Yeah, it seems extreme, but at the same time, the, the leaner you are, the, the longer you can push for on a on a bulk or whatever. You're not allowed to call it bulk nowadays, are you? It's like, that's fucking, that's banned. It's cancelled. What, what do we call it? Is it a, a push-up? Uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just a gaining phase with, um, you know, a, a diet break in between and um, a tidy up, a mini cup, sorry, mini cup um, every three weeks um, to make sure that you're not getting fat. And um, yeah, old-fashioned bulks aren't allowed anymore. They're cancelled. Lee Priest? cancelled I reckon we should actually make up our own word for this stuff <laughs> let's make some up for a cut and let's make some up for a bulk well uh, to be fair the hashtag I was using when I, I first started my last gaining phase was make bulking great again <laughs> need to get a hat with that on that would be brilliant <laughs> that's a good idea let's get it written down right in the notepad here let's yeah. uh, let's do our clothing range physique factory clothing range make bulking great again that's another great one. again it can just be <laughs> nothing to do with physique factory and just random fucking phrases yeah <laughs> I can't think of any others off the top of my head but um, so go back to, going back to hunger management we've got spacing your meals out eating high protein on those meals, obviously, which is going to help with the muscle protein synthesis thing, aka making fucking gains. Um, especially if you're a natty, like food is like you're going to be your main kind of driver of like starting that muscle protein synthesis, that muscle building process. So, you um, yeah, you probably want to eat quite a lot of food, quite oh, frequently. <laughs> the, the, I, uh, I just take trend every two to four hours. <laughs> yeah, Andy as well. It's great, <laughs> but um. Another thing, like you, you mentioned obviously earlier, you had the bottle of Pepsi Max there, like you know, zero or sugar-free drinks. They're obviously a great way of of kind of keeping your hunger at bay as well. Yeah, definitely. So that caffeine as well, because that's a big um, appetite suppressant. So definitely include some caffeine in your diet. Caffeine but, helps with fat loss as well, doesn't it? So fat yeah. loss. Well, it increases your heart rate, doesn't it? So any, it's any sort of stimulant. Mm, okay. like that. Can do, yeah. But is that <laughs> tested in your federation? Um. I don't know where recreational stuff stands. I think it is maybe like banned in comp for obvious reasons. Interesting. Yeah, can't take it backstage. Sorry about that. <laughs> See all these like bodybuilders in the shows that I do. They've gone on a night out before. They've all sniffed up and they're vaping before they get on stage. <laughs> what the fuck? The see the vaping thing is like, come on, fuck. Like you're meant to, um, especially if you're a coach. It's like different if you're just like bodybuilders. Like cool. Like Marcus Roll, he used to smoke like cigarettes, but like. I don't know, like, if you're a coach, it's like, surely you've got to have some concern for people's health, and surely you've got to be an example of that. It's, like, healthy as well as, like... I don't know too much behind it in terms of, like, the dangers that they say, oh, he's going to give you popcorn, but that's just a soundbite. But I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know either, but I also don't think it's great. Like, yeah, 
I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence about it. I did buy one, but I'm not. I used that one day. Rooster. I know. I not touched it. I, I joined him with the crowd. I got peer pressure to buy one, so that's what I did. What are the other fucking ridiculous things that bodybuilders do nowadays? They do they do that Crocs in the gym? Like, come on to fuck. Like, I like a pair of Crocs, but fuck me. Like, not in the gym. That's too far. That isn't it? Really, it is. really. It's, it is. Oh, it, it, it's not a great look. Those fucking rider wear shoes as well. Oh god. Yeah, boxer shoes. The boxer shoes. That's yeah. what they're kind of like, aren't they? They're weird, aren't they? They are weird. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Was it Automax or something? That the other ones are Automax or something. Oh, that's it. Yeah, was it like Jay Cutler's brand or something? Is that who owns that? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Jay. I don't know. It's something like that. It's one of. I know them. Jay's a, an avid listener of the Physique Factory podcast. <laughs> so apologies so- for that. But yeah, so. Maybe. Um, we wear Vivos, to be fair, so we are as bad as anyone else. And Vibrams. Well, you got yeah, Vibram. I don't wear them. Oh, do you not? Too far nah. for you. No. Nah. See, as a natty as well, it's it's the fucking natty guys. It's like the big baggy trousers, the big baggy t-shirts. It's like, mate, you look skinny as it is. We look like oh. shit, especially when we're dieting. It's like, that's that ugly make it any worse. That's the ugly country trains at fucking that gym. What one? <laughs> Me. The natty guy. I'm not even going to say name. <laughs> I don't know who you mean. You can text yeah. me. I'm not going to say it, am I? But um... <laughs> text me. Yeah. So <laughs> brings up WhatsApp on the screen. <laughs> Fucking drops me right in it. Where are you? Um... That guy. Let's see, I'm reading someone else's text. All oh, right, okay, yeah, all right, that's quite an obvious one. Yeah, I mean, probably a lot of it comes from that, but uh, yeah, um, it's just not a great look. It's not a great look. We're we're small as it is, like most of us anyway. Um, most of us nice. The fucking button-up shirts for me that really do it. I was like, what the fuck's going on there? Are they a truck driver or something? Big <laughs> red coming in for a leg session. <laughs> I really don't fucking understand it. The only people who can pull them off are people like James Hollinshead because he's fucking huge. But if you're getting just skinny guys, natty guys doing it, then... Yeah, it's it's not a great look for us. Like, I'm not going to lie. What about posing trunks? Like, I fucking hate bodybuilders uploading pictures in their posing trunks when they're not like stage ready yeah me and nick agreed on this the other day so when um no no one wants to see someone's big fat white ass on their instagram fucking um feed so i'd say only upload that when you're posterior and start like your hamstrings glutes a little back is starting to come through and you can start to see lines if not then keep your fucking boxes on I'll put I'll put the trunks on the day of the show. That'll be it. Fair enough. Maybe the night before. Maybe once we get hand up. Yeah, it is. No, but it's um. Yeah. I'm not spending any more time in a pair of fucking bodybuilding tr- trunks than I have to. <laughs> Fuck so I went shorts. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that's the thing. Like everyone takes a piss out of men's physique, but at least they're not wearing a fucking thong. Is that it? Is mad that? Isn't it? But um, <laughs> yeah, I am doing a few bodybuilding shows this year. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I've got a pair of like green trunks there. That's what I'll be wearing. Nice. I need to oh. buy my. I got them from like Iron Monkey or something. I don't even know if that still exists. They're the best one then still. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I've got another pair. It's like Andreas Calling or something, but it's like the first pair I ever had. And see, when I put them on, um, it's it's dangerous. It's like my balls might pop out. 
<laughs> I was thinking that. I yeah. never actually wore a pair, and I was just every time I'm looking and thinking, that is so fucking close. Jesus Christ. The Iron Monkey ones are good. They kind of like almost cup it so that it's like not going to come out. The other ones don't. Fucking hell. Imagine that. That's got to have happened on stage, hasn't it? Someone's oh, it's got, got to have happened to someone, surely. And in between this moment. It's got to. Like, if, if you're listening to this and it's happened to you, reach out. We'll have you on the podcast. Wait, that would be fucking brilliant. So, <laughs> experience of it. <laughs> that time I was on stage and my testicle popped out. That'd be a name for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we call it. If that person comes on, no names. Goes on stage. You can come on anonymously. You know, you know when you watch like those crime things when well, someone's over it. <laughs> yeah, and they've, they've like they've muffled the voice and it sounds like this. Fuck's sake! But yeah, if you're listening, reach out. Reach out to me. Reach out to James. Get on. Get on the show. So um, anyway, what's this podcast about again? <laughs> this was hunger management at some point. We've got into ball sacks. Brilliant. <laughs> but um, where did we get to with that? We got to Fizzy Juice. Fizzy Juice somehow turned into Boss Axe. Um, There's a correlation there. Uh, there is, yeah, yeah. But um, so Fizzy Juice, coffee. I fucking love a coffee. I'm having three coffees a day at the minute. That's my Do usual. Do you at all? The one no, I don't, actually. No, they're really good. The, uh, there's like a French vanilla, there's salted caramel, nothing in them. I'd squirt that in it. They're pretty strong, so you don't have to squirt a lot. But yeah, the, I like uh, a black coffee. That, yeah, I, I put that in the black coffee. It does go down nice. But when you think when you need to get used to black coffee, I used to hate it. But since I've become a bodybuilder, then I think it's like having your first beer. You know, when you have your first beer and you're like, "What the fuck is this? This is shit." But I'm going to drink it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that with black coffee, isn't it? It's fucking wild, nice. Because I tried. Um, what do they have? Is it Budvar? So it's by Budweiser, but it's like a, a premium Budweiser, Budvar, and oh my god, it was fucking one of the nicest lagers I've ever tasted. I don't even like the taste of like not. I don't actually mind the taste of beer. I tell a lie. I don't mind it like a cold beer that's actually fucking pretty good. But like, really I'm, not, gross, I'm not really a person that enjoys alcohol at all. Really, yeah. It's like a, I don't really like cider. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's shite. Bad memories. <laughs> <laughs> White lightning. But yeah, fucking hell, rough. Um, but yeah, it's normally stuff like spirits and shit that I drink. Well, you, do you, um, when when you're in Mexico, did you try like the Bud Lights that had like a uh, lime in that in them, shit like that? No, I didn't try anything like that. It was just like it was all inclusive, so I had literally everything. But I can't remember. It started on cocktails, and I was just drinking shitloads of tequila and cocktails, and that was. When that was um, we went to Vegas, and like, there's loads of fucking shopping centers there, and like, um, we're walking through them, and went like went to a shop for something, and I just seen these like bottles of like it's like Bud Light lime, and there's like other flavors too. I was like, you know what? I will have a beer while I'm walking around while we're shopping. Like, yeah, fucking, yeah. And then, like, everyone's smoking in the casinos and that as well. And I was, like, almost tempted to do that as well. I was like, you know what? I may start smoking. <laughs> yeah, someone over there on the street doing heroin might as well do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost. Almost. I mean, the whole gambling thing as well. Like, because I never actually took money for gambling. I was like, I don't care about fucking gambling. And then you're surrounded by it. And you're like, ah, maybe just a little bit. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. It's in the fucking hotel lobby. It's in the fucking airport. It's like you're leaving the place and you're still like putting money in the slots. It's like, how am I still doing this? Well, yeah, fuck <laughs> that. It's a cool place to be fair, but yeah, Bud Light's decent. Um, not so great, not so great when you're in prep. Um, but hunger management wise, um, where did we we got there from coffees? How the fuck did we get there from coffees? Um, I'm trying to think of other hunger management. I actually like sometimes um, I shorten my day almost so. 
I'll wake up and I'll have a black coffee first thing in the morning. And then I won't eat for like an hour, maybe two hours and like shorten the day. Is that rabbit in your fucking room? Yeah, that rabbit's in the fucking room. <laughs> the romping rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it fucking, it destroyed my new charger. Bought a fucking brand new lightning charger. Plugged it in. No, it's, it's a podcast. <laughs> are you are you on webcam to those girls again, James? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. The first rabbit on the Physique Factory podcast. We've had a cat and now a rabbit. Yeah, no, it wasn't Pablo. It was uh, Arnie from Ryan's work. It was a cat, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was a cat. But yeah, this fucker chewed my brand new lightning charger. Literally bought it that day, plugged it in, first time I used it, and my phone went off charge. It looks very chilled out. Yeah, it was. But... <laughs> was the charger on? I think yeah, it was, it was on, yeah. it Went fucking straight through it, and the phone oh, like up, said it weren't charging, and then I'll show you a picture. And this was it. The little fucker. Yeah. Sake right for it. I know. Jesus. Lucky rabbit to be alive. It didn't get shocked. Yeah, I was gonna fucking take it up to the moors and hopefully a falcon snatched it or something. <laughs> but um there's a good point, right? The rabbit, it'll eat a lot of lettuce and shit. That's a good way to manage your hunger. A lot of veg, fiber. Bulking out your meals, fiber, yeah. So like something I done when I was on holiday, because I started my prep when I was on holiday. So that means we're at least three months deep. That's disgusting. Um, anyway, um, I was like filling half the plate with veg because, again, it's going to be low in terms of the amount of calories per food on your plate and it's going to be higher in fibre, so it's going to help fill you up a little bit. Um, and then things like broccoli, um, asparagus, shit like that. That's um, The more uh, the more fibre that's in the veg is it doesn't really, even though it's got the calories in it, it can be like half the calories that it is just because it's from fibre. Insoluble fiber that'll just go in one end and come out the other. Exactly. So when you're looking at like um veg that's high in fiber like broccoli, it's just gonna go straight through you. So that's why you're never gonna get fat off eating veg and protein. But this is where people get it wrong. They start eating things like peas and corn, and then that's not got a lot of fiber in it, and that will make you fat if you are eating a shitload of it, or if you do struggle to lose weight, because that's what I've come across my clients. So on the starter pack, it says which veg you can include in your meals because they normally put amount of grams and you can have whatever veg you want with it. And then they're not losing weight. Thinking, What's going on here? I was like, send me a picture of your food like each day, see what you're doing. And they're getting like fucking microwavable veg bags, you know, the frozen ones. Yeah, yeah, I know the ones you mean, yeah. So it's got, it even got like a fucking piece of butter in one of them. And I was like, what the actual fuck? I don't know why so I'm not losing like, weight, but you're having 50 grams of butter every meal. <laughs> Yeah, butter, corn, peas, and carrots in this bag. And um, it sounds nice. Yeah, I don't know. I can see the appeal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I then looked at it, it's 117 calories a bag. I and mean, they're only small bags. So yeah. they're having like two, three of those a day. So that's an extra fucking hell. That's like 400 and something calories, isn't it? So it's that, that shit adds up, doesn't it? And um, there's something else yeah. that came up there as well. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh yeah, um, we're I it's it's the the cost of actually digesting those foods as well, the thermic effect of food. So like when you eat something like protein or you eat something that's high in fiber, it's going to be harder to break down, and therefore that takes calories to do it. So you're actually burning calories while you're eating that shit as well. So again, that just adds to the fact of like you're not going to get fat off broccoli. I would actually go as far as saying it's like, is, is there anyone that has ever got fat off eating broccoli? Probably fucking not. It's probably impossible. I don't like speaking absolutes, but. That's probably something we can say pretty absolutely. Yeah, you would have to eat a fucking shitload of it, and that it wouldn't be humanly possible to eat it. 
I'd be, I wouldn't be willing to try that. Wouldn't be. No way. Your, your guts would be fucked. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, um, probably too much information for a podcast, but my guts have been fucked the last few days. Like the obscene amount of caffeine I'm having and um, the more broccoli that I'm having as well to bulk out the meals. So like you win some, you lose some. Out your ass. The um, sweet potatoes, I eat like three sweet potato meals a day and um, they've got sugar alcohols in them as well as fiber. Sugar alcohol is another thing that's like basically going to go right through you, isn't it? Mm. There you go. That's good. So, the skin, but, there's a lot. Again, it's like if, if 100 grams of sweet potatoes, 80 calories, how many of those calories are you actually taking in and how much that should be shot through you? Exactly. Um, your, uh, your Wi-Fi is a bit iffy. Yeah, it's probably just stopping me from saying rude things. You hear me all right now? A little bit, it keeps stuttering. Says my internet connection's unstable. Are you, uh, have you sorted it? It's having a breakdown. I don't know. I don't know what I can do to sort it. All right, that's that's strange, that, isn't it? Is it working, yeah? Just a bit, it's just a bit, like, stuttery. Yeah, weird. Well... Might wrap this one up at that anyway. I've got a call in five minutes anyway, so we might as well call call it at that. There has been well, some perfect. information in there. So I think there's been some stuff to take, yeah. A little bit, yeah. There's a um, I'd say so. Yeah, Just fiber. eat a shitload of protein, fiber, um, drink a shitload of caffeine, cocaine helps, so would recommend that, but not before but you go to bed. Um, not, not in competition as well. Yeah, stop stop a, stop cocaine intake about a week out, and you should be sweet. Yeah, it's usually when I pull out for clients, it's like, okay, we're getting close to close to a show or close to a photo shoot. Let's pull out the Coke. <laughs> you know the supplements tab we've got in the sheet? It's just like cocaine, uh, one oh, gram. On the drop-down <laughs> drop menu. Oh, there it is, cocaine, one gram. There you go. <laughs> LSD. <laughs> Imagine, fucking hell. <laughs> it's like if you're hungry, just take some LSD and you'll just you'll be in another world, mate. You'll not even know what's going on. That's it. If you're hungry, whatever you do, don't smoke weed because it would make things ten times worse. I've not tried that one. Not tried that one. Yeah, you'd eat everything. So when I, um, to be fair, I tried eating everything and then I literally passed out because I ate so much once. So over lockdown, we made our own like space cakes. So we got a big tray, got a shitload of weed, put in these cakes, baked it. Anyway, I kept eating them and I thought I can't really feel out. So yeah, a couple, few more, and then I thought I started feeling a bit, um. Yeah, started feeling it a bit, and then we ordered a big pizza, so a big Domino's, and then I was sat on the floor eating it, laid back against the couch, and uh, all of a sudden, I thought, fucking hell, I'm going to start choking on this, I can't feel my mouth when I was eating it, and it was just getting really weird, and I was like, I'm fucking started monging out, I was like, well, I'm going to have to put it down, so I put it down, and I went to stand up, I couldn't fucking stand up, my legs were like jelly. You're just so like, like oh. total like white in, did you spew? Yeah, no, I didn't spew. I fucking oh, fell asleep man. there, that spot at half seven, woke up at like fucking 11 o'clock the next morning. Fuck's sake. It always happens with the cake. So, like, the cake seemed to be like slower acting, slower digesting. Like, um, it just seems to hit you like a ton of bricks. Everyone seems to do the same thing where it's like, ah, oh, this is fine. It's not hitting me. And then bang, smashes you. It's scary. I done, I done it in Amsterdam man, the first time I went and I like woke up in a bed like covered in brownie crumbs. I was like, wow, I take it. That's what I done last night. I was, I was drunk as well, which obviously is not a great combination. But, um, yeah, it's good fun. Oh. It's good fun. Not done that for a while. The glory days. But um, yeah, we'll wrap up another nice. value-packed podcast episode. 